Hafidi guys and welcome to uh, this new uh, episode of this new podcast that we're having. It's called One Micronesia and of course um, this is where a podcast where we feature our brothers and sisters from the FAS uh, community who do really good um, in our community who you know do all things good and of course uh, the clip you just heard and of course do I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to visit us today uh, in the studio here. Uh, of course Nadine, oh, welcome to the, the show. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Ah, all good. Um, so Nadine, before um, we go on, um, just go ahead and, um, you know, quick intro, um, where you're from and stuff like that. Sure. So uh, Raranim, my name is Nadine Songeni. I am Fituk in Chuk. I'm from Farapagas Afakur Utat and um, been on this beautiful rock for the past almost 15 years and it's um, it's uh, been a great place to work and live, that's for definitely sure. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, and of course, um, I my name is Victorious. Um, uh, I'm from Yat. Oh, yeah. I've always heard you, but oh, I'm so you. glad to finally <laughs> meet the face, <laughs> the name, and the voice. Uh, no, yeah. So nice to meet another uh, Micronesian uh, well, thank you. in the media. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been fun, uh, what I do. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about. Before we bring it back in time a little bit, let's talk about that clip that we just heard. Um, this is the clip uh, of a soundbite of you at um, the the town hall meeting, and this was literally after uh, the incident, the machete incident that happened in Manila. Right. Um, talk about what was uh, what was going through your mind, you know, because being in that meeting, and that's that's one that's kind of okay. Standing up and grabbing that mic, I think it took a lot, and a lot of people. I've read uh, pretty much all the comments on Facebook and I got a shout out to you because that video that we reposted the, the full version of your your speech uh, garnished over 100,000 views Indeed. with 200,000 comments over uh, a thousand reactions and all reactions good so that means what you did it's a relief <laughs> <laughs> And um, when you stood up, when they gave you the mic, and the way you were talking, you, you were a little shook, you were a little scared. Um, yeah. Tell us what was going through your mind. Yeah, so I initially, I after the whole incident, you know, it's one of those, it was one of those times where I would be afraid to find out what's next on the news. Mm -hmm. And so whenever it's a news about someone from Chuk, where you know, I'm from, so it's always close to home, close to heart. And so when I saw the... I couldn't help but look up all the other media coverage and the mm -hmm. comments, which can be um, not so good. <laughs> the, the comments on there, we've all read them. Right. Uh, you know, sometimes they're good comments, sometimes yeah. more of the bad. Right. For me, it helped kind of fuel my um, my reason to want to continue in the work that I do. So I work with Humanities Guahan, mm -hmm. and we do a lot of great programs that they're they're diverse, they're they're multifaceted. So. Um, with me being from Chuk, I've always want, wanted to make sure that I incorporate a lot of my community mm -hmm. members into the program. So that was one way for me to like connect the dots. Okay, something that I'm doing and then there's this issue where, you know, uh, that unfortunate incident. So like how can we work around that or how can we be proactive about incidents like those so that they don't recur again. And so that was, for me, reading those comments kind of fueled me like, okay, you got to go to this meeting because for the most part, a lot of my at least for me and people that I know very close, we don't, we tend not to go to those meetings. We kind of see it as a, a meeting for just the ones that have voices. Right. And so we kind of have this like, oh, it's it's not meant for me. I'll just 
and that's kind of how I when I became um, when I was uh, when I turned 18 on Guam um, you know it took me a while to even want to um, register to vote because I had a really bad incident where I read a really negative comment about mm -hmm. people from FSM who are US citizens have right. to have any say so mm -hmm. it made me kind of not want to participate in that kind of civic life mm -hmm. and so this one kind of helped me like um, want to get into that and so that day um, I was n not as nervous because I was sitting with a lot of um, relative, uh, people I knew mm -hmm. who are doing in their own work uh, with the community so I wasn't as nervous but when the when the dialogue got a little bit at least to me one-sided um, even though I was trying to justify what everyone was saying mm -hmm. that's, the, that's kind of how I how I, I live is try to understand the other person's point right. of view why they're coming out this way so it became a little bit too much for me that I did not plan to get up but it just I was compelled to I, I really was in like right now I am not I'm a very emotional That's person okay. <laughs> so it was just important to try mm. to address some of those concerns that were valid um, but to also give, I think, our side of the, 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 the dialogue because I feel like that's something that's always missing. And, it's, and I really, like, I, I think I said that it's just gonna keep continuing this idea that we don't care about these issues. We, we're perpetrators, but we don't care about, you know, righting the wrong. So that was my way to kind of cope with the situation. And yeah. you said a lot in there. Um, I think one of the, the first things that I caught when I first listened to it was you talked about respect. And I think that's a very, very key thing. And I, th I think it's in every culture, the, right. the, the number one virtue that you know they teach us as we're growing up is respect. Respect, right. So what do you think, where do you think that lies in, because people uh, in the comments, uh, and I think I saw millions and millions of it every, from every post you know, yeah. for the news, that the, the key thing is people are saying, um, you're not respecting, or you guys are disrespectful. And I think I, I, the the point where it says you guys, I think, and I think that's where you try to come in and address. Like, I mean, it's not everybody, and and you, you know, you talk about your story and you know where you work and stuff like that. So, what do you think? Because um, I wanted to point out to pull out that out of your speech, the respect part. Mm -hmm. um, how do you think we could go about doing that? If if they're saying, or, I mean, do you see respect being taught? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure in your in your family in how, your household respect mm -hmm. is one thing. Mm -hmm. But how do you how do you see this um, being taught in maybe uh, households who don't really you know uh, yeah. teach respect? What do you think about that? Yeah, you know, I respect it. I think it's very inherent in our culture. So there's. It's so complicated in that I don't want to say that families aren't teaching the kids respect. I think we're at, I think everyone is at like a, this is my way of trying to justify, okay. <laughs> but um, try to understand why there would be these um, individuals that tend to be on the news a lot or tend to, um, you know, do disrespectful things. But these same individuals, like I would meet, if I had met, if I met them or I did meet some of them, they. They're different, so mm -hmm. it, I, I don't, I, I cannot really say that they're not being taught respect. I, I, sometimes I feel like, because I sometimes see myself in a situation where I'm stuck in a, in a, in a misconception, and I kind of want to give up and not don't care about what I do after. I, that's how I'm kind of mm -hmm. seeing it, but I, I don't think that's really a correct statement that I that I that I noticed was kind of being thrown around 
in the comments and then being um, said at that meeting. Um, that's that's how I see it because almost everything that we do is based on the respect to one another or to to our surroundings. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think there are ways to, um, I think in some cases where it's you need to really like sit down. Um, I don't know how to help in that regard, but I but through this program that I do with um, called the Mother Reed Father Reed Family mm -hmm. Literacy Program is kind of um, revisiting those family values that they did have, or the parents know, or were trying to teach their kids, and then trying to make their kids connect to that mm -hmm. cultural understanding or value through a book that we want to emphasize and then for them to see themselves as okay I need to do this or I need to understand why my mom wants to teach me about respecting my elders or respecting law enforcement or respecting property I think everyone's experience is different so their their degree of showing respect might be misconstrued I don't know because um, I think almost everyone I know there is they're taught that but maybe the way they yeah, sorry, I can't answer that. I don't know. I mean, I, mean I, th I think you were getting to the point where I think uh, you were trying to say is, you know, um, respect is being taught. It's just it's the way they view or the way they they uh, react or the way they, you know, they show other people is a kind of different from... Yeah. Or from... Because I've seen it everywhere. And I'm not only uh, the Chukis uh, community, uh, the Chukis families, Yappi's families too. And what I see is uh, I grew up in... I grew I was born and raised in Yap. Mm. So I moved here to Guam. Um, and I think one of the biggest things that people always um, bring up in... And just amongst the, the communities, and they always say this, like, oh, I mean, you're from, you know, you're from Yap, but, you know, you grew up in Guam, so you're having respect, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. so they see uh, Guam being uh, a modernized right. American, so because you guys have, you know, are living the American way, you guys kind of, like, forgot, you know, the, like, for myself, it's the Yappies way, so you kind of lost the respect around there. So right. I think... I think we have to bridge the gap in between. Yeah. Uh, from, and I think that's where you were talking about, I where think, yeah. the families teaching the... The, the the younger generation the the value of respect and I guess it's it's really trying to meet in the middle because it's yeah. it's so hard now to see um, the if for kids who grew, for for, for FAS uh, kids who grew up on Guam they're they're growing up into this society where you know it's yeah. it's everything is fast paced everything is different you know yeah. um, but I think when it comes to respect I think it, we really have to find that middle ground mm -hmm. and I think that's how we can grow yeah the knowledge and stuff like that yeah I guess I I want to make sure I make it clear because I after that that um, town hall meeting, mm -hmm. I was kind of, you know, I, I had like a long debate with my family because they're like, why did you do that? You're going to, you know, they, they were afraid for me mm -hmm. to be so public and vocal because that's, you know, have those, all these other things because it's come a, with the being vocal and, and public. And, and that is that and because it's not really, and plus we're not, like you said in the beginning, it's, we don't go to these things because we believe that there's people who are supposed to talk. Our spokesperson. But then yeah. we don't we don't really see them doing anything. That's why we're stepping up. And I think that's that's what everybody in the comments that I read is you know is saying, um, are, are thanking you for because you had the courage to stand up and voice your concern. Maybe it was an eight minute concern, a fifty minute concern, but you voiced it, and that was the a start a good start to something that mm -hmm. that can you know build up to something better. Yeah, uh, there, there's definitely people that are doing excellent work. Mm -hmm. I think in that particular setting, it was just, there was all these points being thrown out and I just, 
it was you know th that kind of in, um, when you're in a situation where you want to try to defend yourself right. and, mm -hmm. and then it, it keeps adding up all these things against you and you want to like try to answer each one but you don't have the time or people are people even interested to know your side and that's why I really felt compelled to come up because I don't know if anyone would have articulated what I was trying to articulate in that particular setting and if there was ever going to be another chance for something like that where someone said A and I'm going to answer to A, mm -hmm. someone said B. I just, I guess I was so nervous that there wouldn't be a time to address specific things being said because mm -hmm. it's always going to be the me going home and then me and my family will talk about it, we'll like commiserate like oh gosh gosh and then that's it and I feel like that's something I wanted to change maybe not unintentionally change, uh, want to do, but but I did want to make it clear because I was trying to, for the sake of time at the town right. hall meeting, mm -hmm. but I, so I'm, I, 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 say, I identify as being from Chuk, from, um, you know, FAS, but I was born in Saipan. Okay. My parents immigrated there back okay. in like the um, late 80s. And so, and so I grew up in Saipan, but um, what my, my, my parents did to really instill that, um, value of family mm -hmm. and kinship and respect is every year we'd um, we'd stay with like our, our grandma back in Chuk. Nice. And okay. so like I think that might might have been helpful in kind of me seeing the differences growing the up. Lifestyle. The lifestyle. Yeah. The lifestyle. So that's why I feel like I can see where some people are having a, a difficulty in kind of balancing um, living in a you know a place like Guam. It's like in the middle, uh, it's kind of like trying to be American, but also Chukis or Micronesian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm still trying to understand that. I, I'm taking a, a peoples and culture of Micronesia course at UOG to kind of just give me another insight to the way um, anthropologists, I guess, study people. So I, want, I should know what these people um, found and so, and be able to critique it and be mm -hmm. able to compare it to like, yeah, so I'm not, so sorry, I'm not an expert, but I just... I, nobody's an expert. I don't think anybody's an expert at this point in time. And we see the shift in cultures and everything. So it's more of just knowing a piece of it and just keeping keeping that and just, you know, grow it as yeah. you go. I think that's what, you know, our culture identity is all about. Yeah. I think something that I really want to, that I really wanted to get out of that meeting and for my whole my whole life and then even in the future mm -hmm. it's just for people to want to listen to the other person or to allow another person to express because as i said it was hard for me to decide to go because expression is something that's hard to like really just do like mm -hmm. um, express so freely and so um other means of creative expressions about who you are what you're struggling with and then being able to listen to that other person or seeing their point of view, I, I feel like that's something that's, that gets, um, this, it's not as important, I guess, to like listen. I think that's something that um, is missing. So I appreciate this podcast to kind of um, allow for the other side to... Yeah, I mean, and I think that's the beauty of, of a podcast is we get to go on, we get to stretch it out just a little bit and talk, get into depth at some of the mm -hmm. points that maybe you tried to to, to share at the, the town hall meeting, but you didn't have that much time because it was time time limited. But yeah. um, but, but other so if if this was a whole new thing and you were to redo your what what other things did you want to add? Yeah. To your um to your speech. 
I would add that I didn't speak at all. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me, okay? I swear it wasn't me. It was, but um, I think I would have... Um, So there's some there's sometimes a beauty in like things that are unplanned because it's from in that moment mm -hmm. that you're feeling that whatever emotion and and because um, to try to like write up something prepare sometimes right. it takes a while or you can't really get um, get there but yeah it's something I changed that I didn't speak and then I um, <laughs> but I'd I'd actually really want to. Uh, share with people this other program that I do called um, um, Speaking to water and creating community okay. and this is where it's like a series of conversation kind of like what we were trying mm -hmm. to have at that town hall meeting, but they're guided in that we watch videos that um, Are culturally relevant and then being able to expand those videos um, To like contemporary times to talk about or to reference or to compare uh, because there's just so much things to talk about or to be able to understand, and I think one town hall meeting was not, it's enough. not enough. Yeah, I don't think that's never because it should be. It shouldn't be a one-time thing. It should yeah. be a continue. It's yeah. a continued thing. Like you know, hold meetings here, do do little projects there. Yeah, and I think it's it's been. I think after that. I think we've seen a lot more happen after that, a lot mm -hmm. more projects, a lot more activities happen. I know there's a lot of cleanups. Uh, I know Menialu and um, Micronesia, uh, the Micronesia Resource uh, yeah. Center have done a lot too. Uh, of course, we just done, uh, got done with the 5K. And so I think there's a lot of things happening now and it's more, it's it's it's, it's at a fast pace where yeah. people won't stop, but. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, at a, I'm in a place where I want the, I think for for to really see change, it has to be on both sides. Okay. And so I'll be honest, I haven't participated in those just because I have this. I'm also very critical, so I'd be like, oh, I have all these different reasons of supporting things and not supporting things. But uh, those um, conversations that I was talking about, it gets the other side that normally has voice to be in a space where they're kind of forced to listen to the other side. Mm -hmm. So if I'm just gonna come and show you that I can clean clean up the, 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 the yard or the, the, that's a good thing for the, the community. But is that having the other person understand my, my, uh, myself as a person or as a, uh, as a person with feelings or as a person with, with ideals that are maybe similar or values that are similar? It, that's where I want to get. I want to break, mm. break through. Okay. okay. I see, I see, I <laughs> so see it, it's yeah. it's a good it, it's a good scratching the surface. Mm -hmm. But if there's really gonna be any change, it has to be on all sides, um, to wanna to really listen or to to extend and um, engage. I think because um, that's where the beauty like of social media you get to see it. But then are you engaging with that person? So I I would rather that I'm in. Um, you know, smaller, smaller, intimate settings with people that want to ask questions oh, okay. and be able to, like, you know, um, be open to critiques and be open to no, that's a that's a misconception. Or and we know. and I think as, at this at this point in time, I think we are always, we're supposed to to actually um, appreciate. Um, critiquing because I think in our cultures I think it's a critiquing when it comes yeah. to like, no, you know what I'm not gonna listen I know I'm just gonna right, do but it. you know what I'm not gonna sit here and I'm not gonna you know let you tell me what to do or yeah. you know or sit here and just you know hear your problems and, and stuff like that so I think I think one of the big things was also when it comes to the culture I think um, we're at 
at that point, I'm going to go and rank again because there's always a rank. Yeah. I believe there's always that rank. And being me, being the youngest, you know, I can't, you know, just go out there and yeah. out, you know. Same here. Some of the the politicians Founders. from FSM who we hear, I can't go out there and stand in front of them and pick up a mic and be like, yo, 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 like this. But I think it's time. And I think the more we wait and the more we sit yeah. back, yeah. the more, um, I think that's not yeah. going to help. I think it's time we stand up and be like, okay. We're not disrespecting you mm -hmm. because we know you. We elected you to, to to go into those positions, stuff. But I think this is time we voice our concerns, and yeah. I think that's what you did. And you took the first step, and now it's up to uh, everyone else to, to if they see something they don't like, they speak out on it. Mm -hmm. That's what to, I think. Yeah, to and to speak, but not in like a. It gets I get worried about like you know um, where it comes off as like very strong or negative. Oh no! I'm, I'm not oh, saying yeah. I'm not saying like, like you know go like, like, like in their face and like yo no I'm, I was saying through these like um uh like that's why I I feel like these all these um, organizations that are doing these excellent programs mm -hmm. so it's kind of working around being able to engage or have dialogues without right. like just I don't like the way you look or look at me <laughs> or just kidding. or but no because after the whole video I got in trouble from um, elders like there was talk behind like there was. There's some negativity on my own in my own community. Like, why did you do that? You know, so it was a learning thing for me too. Like, you know, I mean, I knew I, I had elders in the in the area that I I stood up mm -hmm. in front of, and uh, for my respect for them to not want to do that, but then also that that um, it was almost I'll just say passion. I don't want to say anger, but that passion in me to speak. But so it's it's also for me learning the other or reinforcing cultural values that maybe. You know, I get wayside because I also grew up away from truth, but I don't know. Because I, th I think you spoke um, because you felt the need to. And I think you were speaking on behalf of your family, people you care about, people yeah. who are seeing, people who are not, you know, uh, folks who are not doing these things, but yeah. at the same time they're getting the feed, yeah. the feedback, and um, the vibe that yeah. they're getting from all the social media. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, in out there, people will look at you differently, like, oh, okay. They did this. They did that. Well, it's not really them. So I, I think you stepped up and you spoke yeah. because I think it was time. Yeah. I think that was the main thing. I, there's some. There's something. There's things that I know of that are never in the in the in, that makes it in the media or make it in the mainstream conversation are the struggles of a lot of the people that I know, even myself. You know, and so that's those were things going in my head. Like, okay, there's these are all these negative. Um, um, comments about our, my people, but then there's nothing about the other side of their struggles, like living mm -hmm. here, which can be, if it were covered, it, it'll make, it'll look pretty bad. It'll make a difference. It'll make a difference or it'll, 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 it'll rock some boats and we don't tend to not, we tend not to rock the boat in a lot of situations. So for me, it was a way to remind um, people that it was, that we were, we're not all the same, I mm -hmm. guess. And yeah, it was yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so let's talk about um, what you do. Of course, you talked a little bit about into some of the programs. Um, what's what's the most rewarding experience um, for you in what you do in your line of work? Yeah, rewarding experience. I. one specific rewarding experience. It's so hard to choose because I really do try to tie in 
my work with my everyday life in you know ways that I can support my community members to the programs that I run. And so one of my favorite ones is um, the mother, the family literacy program, and I've been doing it for the past um, eight years, and it's such a great way to work with a lot of our at-risk families and then just the rest of the community that, that does participate to to look at storytelling as our how do I say this I just love that when our participants at the end of the program um, speak to their um, experiences throughout the the literacy program and mm -hmm. that it helps them be able to um, so hard to explain. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so well, let's talk about um, what you do when you sit down, have a sit down with uh, these families. Like, what are the what are some of the the, the challenges that, that you ha you've encountered that that's always been happening? Yeah. Or a lot of them are, um, for the most part, with uh, they have language barriers. Okay. And so, and a lot of them, like maybe finished up to fifth grade or eighth grade, or you know, um, didn't have the opportunity to pursue or continue. And so, um, this this family program, this community-based family program, kind of helps put them in this setting where they can participate as a as a participant or a student mm -hmm. without like uh, a lot of the 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 weight of needing to have a grade a good grade but just working with them working with what they know their context and then being able to highlight those things that they do know those knowledge and then being able to learn from one another so i try to model model this that program by having um our regular curriculum where we use these um, multicultural books to talk about important family and child development themes but then at the same time I turn it back and I have them teach us about a cultural trait oh, okay so that and then but connecting it with the book or the theme mm -hmm. so it's kind of like expanding those themes of the book um, to everyday issues or family issues or um, values and things like that and so I, I, I like that we can do that because you can cover so many subjects right and and so um, that's kind of my um, most favorite uh, project so far but I like all of them <laughs> they're all awesome and honestly they all are awesome yeah. I think what you guys are doing is is, is it's amazing um, to, to actually, instead of leaving people behind, where you're going back and you're pulling them and you're like, okay, you're not, and I mean, um, we don't want to leave you to the side. We want to, you know, pull you back, pull you, you know, get on the road and, and just, you know, teach them the, you know, the ins and outs of the different things. At the same time, you said one of the, one of the biggest things, and I think it's not only in the Chiquis community, not in the Pompeii, it's in all the communities, is the language barrier. Mm -hmm. And so I think that is one of the key things that if you, you take, slow it down for them, uh, uh, really break it down to affect the, I think when you break it down and it gets easier, I think they, they, they learn the cat fast. There, there's that, that's like, that's, for me, that's like the, the standard way voicing mm -hmm. languages, right? We are trying to shift that by like, okay, what is, what is um, your way of, we're trying to look, we're trying to expand the program so that we're also, we're actually highlighting or, um, Things that they that that other participants know, and using that to, as a basis of what we're gonna teach 
in a literacy program. If that, it might be, we're still kind of fixing that up, but kind of like shifting gears on how we look at language. Like it's not supposed to be a barrier. How can we make it so that it's something that allows them to connect so that mm -hmm. they can learn from that connection. Like, oh, I can see this word meaning this, so that now I know how to use that English right. word. And you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long process. It, we're not we're, we can't we we were not gonna like solve it with that one time but then we um, encourage a lot of the participants to continue on and you know get empower them to with tools and um, things to engage with their kids so we teach these parents how to bring books to their kids to bring it up make it alive and make the kids want to um, to see reading and education as an important um, asset to have and because we we have our own forms of education and knowledge right mm -hmm. in our islands prior yeah. to Western right. civilization. Mm -hmm. And so um, there's still being able to hold on to that, but then also um, things that we are being taught like um, in our Western mm -hmm. schools, but tying it together so that they can go hand in hand and so that no one is left behind. You know, because there's things that I still want to learn about um, um, my culture right. mm -hmm. and then being able to use my love of language arts or reading mm -hmm. to talk about an important cultural trait, if that makes sense. So, no, it is, it is a win-win. Yeah. You're, you're teaching at the same time you're learning. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a win-win for both. Yeah. Um, both That's parties. something I, I, I think we always, we, we always try to do at the council. Um, but also like since I can remember um, growing up in Saipan and I, grew, I, I stayed in Hawaii for a little bit, and then in Guam, and so I saw all those, I was able to experience all those different degrees of um, um, barriers, mm -hmm. any barriers, mm -hmm. and then also degrees of discrimination. And so it's always been in my heart to like, find ways to make it work for everybody. Um, you know, um, I mean, I have a soft spot, soft spot for my people, but I want, I want them to be able to uh, be, to look forward to things that we enjoy because we're able to. So right. I want to give them those too so they could, you know, part go to these town hall meetings and be able to feel like their their voice is a is valid or their, you know, or um yeah. let's talk about um we're getting closer to um closing out here. Um what are some advices that um you would you would want to, you know, give our people, um, the, FA, the FAS citizens, uh, the Chukis people, if you had to, you know, to give them one or two lines of you know, things to, to think about or, or on how we can, you know, better our, ourselves or how to go forward from here, what would it be? Hmm. Um, it's hard for me to answer that because like I don't want to. Or just one thing, <laughs> just, just one thing, one simple thing. Yeah. Or, or it can't be. It doesn't have to be. The, you know, the the hardest, most harshest thing. But just one simple word or one phrase that you would yeah. want to. Yeah. To say. I think something that I could tell um, my community members, as well as on the other side of the community, is just to be open. Because if you're not open and tolerant to differences, then you'll. I feel like we're never gonna get past those differences and we're gonna continue to be stuck in our, oh, I don't like this, so I'm not gonna, you know, I, I'm not gonna um, change the way I, I see, so I'm gonna continue the way I see this person. Um, and so it's for, it's both sides, cause you know, you have some old school Micronesians mm -hmm. like, what, no, you're, 
don't do that because right. of this, right? And you want to like you're, you're younger, you know, <laughs> yeah. You don't have, you know, you haven't had the, you know, past because, like I said, when it goes back and we have to break it down. We're gonna be here for days on days. Yeah, break down <laughs> exactly. The cultures and ranking and it's hard, and we 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 want so bad to move away from that, but it's we can't because it's part of yeah. us. So, like I said, we have to find middle ground and, and all these things to bridge bridge the gap and find middle ground, middle ground because um, if if we're gonna leave that behind, then we're leaving our culture, but we don't wanna leave our culture. So, I think the yeah. in between is where we need to find. Definitely, that's that's what I I, I want to get to. I want to find balance for myself because I'm still I'm continuously working to find that balance, but then to um, um, I feel like I'm I have the opportunity to think more about these issues from different point of view so I want to um, make sure that uh, other community members that I want to work with have those tools to to be open to differences and to be open to other ideas and then to use that to find also that balance because um, there's things that I I feel like it's going to be hard to chip away but if we really do want to live in a cohesive peaceful society we always gotta compromise we always gotta but that's even a word I don't like to use compromise but we gotta find a middle ground mm -hmm. to to um, work with one another all right well um, that pretty much uh, comes to an end uh, I just want to thank you so much for, for stop, taking time out of your, your busy schedule to sit down with uh, with us here and just you know voice some concerns talk about life talk about situations and stuff so thank you so much Nadine no thank you so much for this um, for wanting me to even be here there's definitely a uh, far worthy deserving Micronesians but I'm, I'm glad you're going to be continuing this on yes but um thank you so much for this opportunity anytime thank you so much Thanks. for standing up that day so to everybody else listening thank you guys and this has been a talk with uh, Nadine and uh, that pretty much wraps up another uh, edition of the one Micronesia podcast we're gonna have more of this we're gonna sit down and talk to our brothers and sisters from the FAS community who are doing awesome jobs awesome things here on Guam so be sure to check out the next one my name is Victorious for Guam's favorite bye